It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. The Florida Man Games. I thought this has got to be worth a follow-up at least to find out what the Dickens took place. I kind of gave you a brief overview. So for a a more intense look at what took place, and I'm not sure intense is right because this was all fun and games and nobody got hurt. Uh, These Florida Man Games were so off the charts. It was the first time. They got to keep doing this because I thought it's just wonderful. It's a, a real good hoot, and we can all use one at this time. Pete Melfi's a radio broadcaster from St. Augustine in Florida, and he organized, it was his brainchild, this Florida Man Games that took place, as I say, the last weekend. Bill, this is the most insane, or is it inane, athletic showdown on earth. Let's get Pete in here. Pete, good afternoon, and welcome to the Oakley Show in Toronto. John, good to join you here, man. And I will say... I think if you talk to the competitors, they would call it both intense and an athletic competition. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So they were really taking it seriously. Is that what you're saying, Pete? Oh, I'll tell you what. You have never seen so much testosterone on one field. It was uh, (laughs) it was insane. They were taking it very seriously. And, you know, the crowd was into it as well. I mean, it was I don't know how many of the chants I can actually say on your show. But uh, it was uh, it was an exciting day for sure. And thank you for having me on to talk about it. I, I appreciate your time. Well, listen, I mean, we're really fascinated by these kinds of things. Because I was even wondering, you know, uh, what we would do as a counterpart, like say what the Ontario man games might look like. You know, would involve rather than eating pork belly, uh, you know, just hoovering it back like some of your contestants. We'd have sushi with uh, a <laughs> little pickup stick. There you, you go. <laughs> or we couldn't use plastic utensils because they've been banned. Anyway, <laughs> listen. maybe the competition is to find a way to use those plastic utensils without getting caught that seems to be on on the theme of what we're doing for sure well i saw that i mean one of the events uh i mean stealing copper wire and uh catalytic converters (laughs) i mean is that a florida thing tell us uh, what inspired this and what was that all about well, that's that seems to be a big Florida thing. If you uh, if you're familiar with the Florida Man headlines at all, you know these Florida Man headlines that we read almost on a daily basis have a lot to do with theft, a lot to do with drugs and nudity. Now, I, I pushed the city for drugs and nudity; they weren't having it, <laughs> but uh, at least I can say I tried. Yeah, sure. but uh, <laughs> yeah, we did have one event where the competitors had to steal a catalytic converter ride it uh, across to their uh, sketchy friend, as we called them, which was just their teammate. And then they had to load up a trailer with copper pipes and pull that trailer across the finish line. It was just one of our competitors described it uh, in a news interview. He said, you know, they're calling these events. For me, this is a Tuesday afternoon. (laughs) Right, right. Again, the Florida Man Games, the brainchild of Pete Melfi, a radio broadcaster and podcaster in St. Augustine, where they were held last weekend. And just by way of a follow-up uh, point of interest, finding out what the heck went on. This was uh, the evading arrest obstacle course. Were these real cops involved in that, chasing some of these uh, scoff laws with two bikes under each arm? <laughs> they were. Amazingly, we got the St. John's County Sheriff's Office to agree to bring a, a handful of deputies out. And boy, I'll tell you what, the deputies took it as seriously as our contestants. Um, during that evading arrest obstacle course, which was really the highlight of the day, by the way. I mean, everybody was so into this event um, for obvious reasons. But the police officers caught every single one of our competitors except for one. One of them actually proved his Florida manness and was able to escape. 
the police chase in this event. And, you know, it was an obstacle course where they were, they were given a certain amount of time. And by the time they threw an alligator through a drive through window, because I'm sure you've heard the Florida man story about the man tossing the alligator through the drive through. Uh, by the time they did that, that was the cops cue to start chasing it. And boy, did they take it seriously. They were diving all over that field. It was amazing. And they all had a lot of fun doing it. Well, they put cuffs on some of the contestants, but uh, they weren't really police issue, were they? <laughs> well, no. And I'll tell you a funny story, John, because those were actually, you know, those were, those were adult handcuffs. So basically you buy those at one of these uh, adult stores. Shout out to Adam and Eve down here. But <laughs> the lady, when I was purchasing... When I was purchasing the handcuffs, I'm sure she hears excuses all the time for what people are buying. So when I went in there and told her I need eight pairs of handcuffs for an athletic event, she's probably like, yeah, sure, buddy, an athletic event. It's not that big a deal. They're just handcuffs. Um, so she probably got a kick out of that. Again, uh, Pete Melfi, uh, he's the guy who came up with the Florida man game. By the way, do you need to be a resident of Florida to participate? You did. Yes, that was one of the stipulations. And I don't know if you could have handled it if you weren't a resident of Florida. <laughs> Why is that? Well, it's just like I said, these are very Florida man activities, you know, pulling a trailer around, <laughs> right. um, grabbing those copper wires, running from the police. I mean, these are like our competitor said, these are these are everyday activities for some of these Florida men. So um, I don't know if a uh, Wisconsin man. Uh, might have been able to handle the intensity that was out there that day. No, they don't have the requisite dirt bag cred, right? <laughs> right. You got to have a little dirt bag in you for sure. I won't argue with that. Right. So, how did this get inspired initially? Yeah. So, uh, I was really, I've been getting into the event space over the last couple of years. And obviously, you're always looking to create an event that nobody's ever done before. And to my surprise, nobody has ever celebrated the Florida man legend uh, in this way with an athletic competition. So I thought this would be uh, just a great theme for an event. And boy, over 5,000 people showed up to just to be spectators at a first year festival. So I got to tell you, it was, it exceeded my expectations um, and, and was received so well. It was, it was just, it was an amazing day. It was an unbelievable, amazing day. Well, you know, the other thing, of course, is uh, that we live in times where people are so sensitive and so on. I'm wondering, did you get any blowback? People saying, well, you're stereotyping or you're drawing a caricature of the Florida man. I mean, did you have to address any of that nonsense? Yeah, no, no. You know, we have a good sense of humor down here. And uh. I think we're all kind of in on the joke. I think we all kind of get it that these stories are wild. And this is kind of part of Florida's culture, for better or worse. And so Floridians kind of embraced it. You know, we had we had a group of people show up to spectate and they were all wearing ankle monitors. Now, we didn't <laughs> check to see if these were police issued ankle monitors. But nonetheless, I found it hilarious. <laughs> all right. Uh, they're playing right along. Maybe. Uh, who knows? That's right. From the local bin. Uh, by the way, the other one, I saw a video of a guy who was just hoovering down a plate of uh, slaw. It looked like pork belly or something like that. What was that? Yes, that was our eat the butt competition, and that was uh, that was pork butt, pork butt and sausage, mm. and uh, that was just to hear the chance of eat that butt, eat that butt from four thousand people at the time was just 
It was incredible. It was a sight to see for sure. And so the tickets were what, 55 bucks a pop? Yeah, the tickets, uh, the tickets kind of had gradual pricing. If you got them early, they were like 25 bucks. And, and if you bought them at the door, they were, they were fittingly $69 uh, at the door. And so, all right, but you, you probably made money. Uh, you came out ahead. How many people did you say were in attendance in total? I, I sure hope we did, because it costs a lot of money to put this thing on. I'll tell you that much. But, yeah, we had uh, just about, just over 5,000 people uh, cross through those doors, which was, again, for a first-year festival, um, just unbelievable and exceeded our wildest dreams. Wow, yeah. And so uh, the buy-in and all the uh, attendant publicity now, so this is going to be an annual event, you figure, and uh, bigger and better crowds? I think so, yeah. And there have been offers to make this into a TV show, so who knows? We may be on, we may be on the small screen here sometime soon, uh, <laughs> getting a whole new batch of competitors in what has been dubbed American Gladiators meets Jackass. You know, it's, it's just, uh, it's the possibilities from here are just endless. I was going to say, yeah, Florida men, uh, inexhaustible resource. And of course, uh, even the people in the yeah. crowd are sort of a, somewhat of a spectacle. So it's all systems go for the next installment of the Florida Man Games. Uh, Pete, real good to talk to you. I appreciate the background on this. And uh, we'll look forward to next year's installment. I'm guessing it wouldn't be tough. Uh, you start recruiting for competitors. How do you solicit them, by the way? Yeah, so uh, during the first year, we asked people from all over Florida to send us in videos, and the videos we got were just wild. Everything from slamming each other through tables to catching live alligators out of lakes. I mean, Florida man did not disappoint <laughs> on this one. So we're thinking about uh, possibly going city to city and, and holding like a mini Florida man games in each city to recruit the best Florida men out of each area to compete in this next year. And of course, our defending winners, Team Hanky Spanky, uh, will be back to defend their title. Did they win cash prizes? They won cash. Yeah, they won ca- more cash than I like shelling out. They won uh, five grand in cash as the grand prize, and then uh, promptly went to some local peeler bar and made it rain. Well, yeah. Hey, look, we didn't monitor what they did after uh, we gave them the money. We didn't put stipulations on that. We just gave them the money and let them go. What was that? Uh, this was the last question. The, the uh, I don't know, it was a cyclone or whatever. It was a, the, the, the money that was swirling around in the wind tunnel there that the guy had to grab because it was a cat yeah. for a hurricane. What was that about? Yeah. So they subjected themselves to hurricane force winds, as we said, and I will tell you, can I tell you a funny story? This is the first person I've told this to in an interview, but uh, we were supposed to have a thousand dollars in one in that cash grab machine. And so I'm talking to my uh, partner, Kelly, who uh, was organizing the event with me. And she said, uh, you know, instead of going out and getting a hundred, a thousand dollars in ones at the bank, why don't you just use the fake money that they brought with them? The, the wind machine had a bag of fake money. And you can just pay them whatever they win out of that. And I said, oh, great idea. Wonderful. So after the first guy collects all his money, he dumps out his shirt. And I'm looking, and there's 10s, and there's 20s, and there's 50s, and there's 100s. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, this is going to cost me a lot more than I originally <laughs> anticipated. But I had to keep my promise. I told them all that they whatever they won in that machine, they would keep. And each team... Almost every team got over a thousand dollars shot, so it was that was painful for me. Wow! But uh, hey, a promise is a promise. Well, there you go. That's the Florida way, isn't it? 
That's it. That's it. You're a Florida man. True and true. Uh, I appreciate it very, very much, Pete. That's a lot of good fun. Uh, keep it going next year. Hope to talk again. Stay well. Definitely. You as well. All right. Pete Melfi, radio broadcaster from St. Augustine, Florida, where they hosted on the weekend past the Florida Man Games. Well, now you know. Just a little fun on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> That's just outrageous. Uh, eat that butt. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the pork butt. And the guys that were eating that, I mean, seriously, uh, it wasn't with utensils or anything. It was just hoovering this back. I'm pretty bummed to discover you got to be a Florida resident to participate. Oh, yeah, you'd be a lock. Well, go down there and uh, establish some kind of residency temporarily, you know, in some trailer park, which, you know. Uh, Falsifying documents about place of residence? What's more Florida man than that? Probably right there. Yeah, on the Homestead Act, they can't take the trailer from you. That's what it means, really. Uh, And so there you go. Miguel Downito is going to rock the Florida Man Games in 2025. (laughs) That's it. You don't even need some kind of Hispanic-sounding name. Just go down as Michael J. (laughs) Downey. They'll accept you. Listen to The John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on Earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast Library.